<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man. find a new job thank you for listening to the modern waiter podcast i'm marlon joseph the modern waiter and on today's podcast you're cut off cut off finished we will talk about the times you were overserved or you <laughs> overserved your guests yeah so, both yeah as usual i'm joined by my good friend danny Devillo. what's up people how are we all doing out there today well i for one am doing fantastic Although it's a little uh, overcast, but that has no bearing on my mood. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Um, I just came from the beach. It wasn't bad. I was actually had a nice little sun on it. Well, the beach is a different animal. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally three miles from the beach and it's, you know, you can go over there and it's raining or Oh, yeah. It could be else. totally different. Yeah. You know, there are times when I go to work and it'll be raining over here and I was like, oh, my gosh. It's going to rain, da, da, da. I go there, it's beautiful sunshine, it's busy. <laughs> I mean, well, here in South Florida, uh, especially at the old job, we had to attend quarterly meetings. Yeah. Uh, they were, the company's called Responsible Vendors, but there's there are different ones that actually do it. Mm-hmm. And they're they're really meant to protect the uh, liquor license of the, of the establishment. establishment. Yeah. You know, and uh, they teach you a lot of good information, like how to check IDs, what different IDs st- uh, in states IDs look well, like. Yeah, like what you can, like what the standards are, what you're allowed to accept, all those good things. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm assuming that's, you know, from state to state the same as far as like what you're allowed to Oh, yeah, to the, the, take. the acceptable things I think don't really change. I yeah. think that's national. Like the ages may change and things like that. Yeah, or but. not even really ages. Remember, I think it's always, I think national is 21 here in, in America, right? You have to be 21 to drink. There's no state yeah, that's different. Now, yeah, there are states that No, different. 18, like if you're by yourself, if you're with your parents, you can drink at 18 in certain states. Yeah, I but, think like Texas and stuff, but that's different. Well, that's different, but I mean like, if they're not there with you, if you're a lone person, yeah. I think it's 21 everywhere. You hop over the border to Canada, you 19. Uh, you know, you could go. go. Mexico, it don't even matter. You just oh. kind of look at it the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> you can afford to go to Mexico. You can afford a fake ID. Yeah. You know, but... Um, well, I mean, you know, there are those people in Cali just go right over the border. They're right there. That's true. That's Texas, true. Texas, the same thing. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I... I I lived in New York and basically yeah. Buffalo for a little while. I went to school there. So when it was that, that time was of year, a little yeah. border time, you know, yeah. I mean? Canada's right there. Canada's right there. Yeah. You know, all of that. That's awesome. Oh yeah. It's awesome. And so you're right. You know, the across nationally, it's 21 years old. Do you know, they, they raised the cigarette age. I didn't know that, but I, I think I heard about it just recently. So it is 21 now. Yeah. That's, so, I mean, I don't smoke, so it doesn't matter, but that's, and nor am I yeah. close to that age. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more not that, um, it's not that it's a danger or anything. I think they want the, these younger kids to be aware of the dangers of nicotine, at least is what I'm hoping that they're getting across from it. Does it make sense? Like, not of, not that, you know, because at 18, you can be in high school, mm-hmm. very accessible. You know, you start smoking at that young age and it's it's more impressionable. Yeah. When you're 21, maybe I'm this is be my reasoning of it is 
you've had a little more time to digest it. You're out of school. It's not just the cool thing to do anymore. You know what I mean? And if they make it a little bit harder, which it really is not, it's not going to matter. Speaking of, um, of school, Posh Spice tells me that he, they used to be able to smoke in school. I believe in high school. I believe it. Yeah. I was like, man, times change. Yeah. They used to have like a little smoking area. Okay. I'm sure. Area? Man, you can <laughs> smoke in school. <laughs> you can smoke on airplanes back then when he was like, when, back true. in the day. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> it's so wild. It's like, how is there a smoking and non smoking section in this capsule? Yeah. You know, and I don't make no sense. sense. <laughs> you can smoke back here. It's like, oh, terrible. Ashtrays dirty and stuff. Yeah, with man. And ash. <laughs> the barbarians. <laughs> but that was the cool thing back in the day. Smoking was cool. You ever smoked? Cigarettes? Cigarettes never, no. Yeah, I tried it. Nah, I felt like a fool. I think I'm, I could honestly say legit I have smoked less than a pack of cigarettes my entire life. Well, same here. I never got to that point. I, I, I mean, I gave it a shot. No, I didn't. I never even gave it. <laughs> I gave it a shot. Obviously, I think I've smoked less than 10 cigarettes in my entire life. And each time, I was wondering, like, how do people do yeah, this? Yeah, it, it made no sense to it me. It burns. It's stinky. It's... And it, didn't, it doesn't even get you, you know, to that place where your mental state is better. Yeah, and it didn't feel good. You don't I do anything. Like, I'm, like, like, I'm an I'm like, idiot. Because this is nothing for me. I can't. I can't even do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back on topic. Back on onto um, serving alcohol, okay. over serving things like that. So the uh, the meetings that we had to go to um, every three months, I think it was quarterly. So mm, I'll let you. I'll I let think you it was every four that. months. It was ours. It we. I'm pretty sure we had to do it. I mean, it should be every three, but I think it was really only every four. But I'm not positive. Uh, I'll wait. Wait for what? I mean, for me? Yeah. What'd I do? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't every three months quarterly? You're right. That's, that's what I, that I said every four. Stop. You're the math guy. <laughs> that's, well, but I think ours was every four, though. No, it was it was every three months. Was it? it? Came, remember, it came up so quickly. It like, did. We were just here. It felt like it every time. Yeah, man. I was like, they were pain in the butt. Convenience. Oh no, yo, that Saturday would come up. It'd be like a nine o'clock, and then they would be, then they want to talk to us, and then we're like, yeah, and then they want to add on a meeting onto that, then a wine tasting. <laughs> you ruin your whole. Fortunately, I was lucky. I worked Saturday lunches anyway. <laughs> But can you imagine having to come in a nine o'clock meeting and then leave and then come back Saturday night? Oh. No, buddy. Uh, it, was, it made more sense just to work it. It made more sense just to work it. Mm-hmm. But these fools were like, they're already out Friday oh, yeah. night. And they were overserved themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in rough. Yeah. Asleep. <laughs> like Anderson at that, at that, oh, that meeting. Oh, that was the best meeting ever. Oh, my God. Gosh, that was oh. the best meeting ever. Oh man! Talk about overserved. Talk about overserved. We might have to tell that story in a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my God, David Anderson comes man, into our meeting, our responsible vendors meeting, hammered, hammed up. So, but he does the meeting. He's fine. You don't really notice it, okay? Yeah. So he gets through the meeting. Then they decide to throw on a wine tasting. Yes. Onto and it. this is how we know he's ham. Big okay. mistake. Yeah. So, you know, you do a wine tasting, supposed to be civilized. You have the, um, you know, the, they come around and pour the different wines. And you're supposed to sip it to taste it, you and know, you, swirl and we, it, swish it. And then we had like a little uh, dump cup. Yeah, you have a dump cup or a bucket to pour the rest that was in your wine glass into the excess and then rinse that out and then get the next wine. This guy. <laughs> so we're drinking, you know, we're all tasting our little wines and everything and we uh, were like maybe four wines in, right? Maybe four, it was a big wine tasting. It was like it was six a, wines. It was a big wine. Tasting. It was a it was a big. It one. was more than six. I, I remember like maybe maybe like ten or twelve. Because I, I, I remember I said, "There's too many wines for us to even remember." No, it was it was a it was the biggest like wine tasting I ever remember being at. But um, it was it was in the middle of it. Maybe we had like maybe five or six. Four or five wines. Yeah, we had more. We had, we had more left for yeah, sure. We had more left at the time. So, but. Everybody at your little group table yes. was contributing to that little dump yeah. cup. Yeah. And was did he do it on a dare? 
Or he just picked it up. He just picked it up, drank it. Okay. The dump cup he picks, picks up. Picks up, drank the whole thing, sits down for a minute, gets up, walks out of the meeting. Across okay. the person actually conducting it. Left the restaurant, <laughs> is down the street. Okay. We're like looking at it because we're, me and you are on the other side of the room. We were on the other side of the room by the window. No. <laughs> and he, he looked like Weekend at Bernie's. He wobbled past the host. And everybody stops like, where's this guy going? He's not going to the bathroom. He's going down the, the steps. steps. He's out there. I, I, I get up. I go, he gone. <laughs> he gone. Yo, he was gone. <laughs> manager has to get up, go get him to make sure, A, he doesn't drive. Yeah. And he and this back in, because now he lives like a block away from the job. Yeah. So this but is, he wasn't down the street no, no, at that not, time. not at that time. Oh, my gosh. They wobble his ass back in there and sit him down, give him some coffee. Like, ah, what are you? We just talked about you, basically, <laughs> at this meeting. Oh, epic. That epic. was funny. That was the best. And for years, he probably just lost the stigma of, like, Dump Cup Dave because that whole crew that was there for that really doesn't work there anymore. Except for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, all so, left. Yeah, except for me and a couple other people. But Yeah, right after that, we called him Dump Cup, Cup Dave. Dave. Yo, for years it stuck. Who does that? It was the best. It was the best. <laughs> uh, awesome. That's the kind of things you get working in this, uh, in in, this environment. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> the irony of being drunk at a freaking At a vendor's meeting. <laughs> So that's so funny because um, they teach you how to tell, you know, uh, the who's signs. an alcoholic, yeah. you know, don't go Dave. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, obviously we talked about the IDs and things like that. Um, so how do you tell an alcohol- alcoholic? You know, it, it has to do with. That. You have to have one of three things. I thought it was uh, a notice or a verbal or written something from a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, if a family member tells you or writes you writes the, the establishment yeah. a note to not serve the X, per- Y, Z person yeah. because it is an alcoholic. Or if someone tells you this person alcoholic, exactly. it's not a joke and you, you Yeah, can't the words are not it. a joke has to be there because you can't just... No, the, even, yeah. The, you can, you technically. Can't, you can't declare somebody an alcoholic and the establishment pass it off as a joke. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, they have to take it Seriously. seriously. And not serve this person, and so be responsible, people, um, with what you say and and who you serve. Exactly. And um, I think that another one is if you observe a habit of this person coming mm-hmm. in a certain amount of time, um, a certain amount of days, and drinking a certain amount. A belligerency of that person usually. No, well, that's the third thing. Yeah. If you, uh, I, I I'm going to be honest. I don't remember what the third thing is. But being belligerent doesn't make you an alcoholic. It can make you overserved. Yes. We we'll go into the points a little bit later of, of how to tell signs of if someone has been overserved. And um, yeah, they always tell you stories, tragic stories about um, you know people who have been overserved mm-hmm. in an establishment. Uh, maybe they drove. Maybe they didn't. Things like that. And yeah, that was always a downer, man. Oh yeah, that would you know, be in the middle of me, like, and they'd be like, "Well, we had this uh, thing in X Y Z place, and the person left, and he hit two kids, and da da." I was like, "Yeah, oh, my you know, you're just like people are in like, like, jail, oh. and you saw the testimony of the death. It's like, oh. heartbreaking." Yeah, didn't stop you though. <laughs> <laughs> God, it made you want to have a drink after that. You were you're so depressed, you know. <laughs> Like ten thirty in the morning, <laughs> get them drinks, baby. <laughs> so yeah, so they're there to protect the the liquor license of the uh, of the establishment yeah. as long as they're in compliance. And the compliance was all the employees had to attend these meetings, mm-hmm. and they had to be educated on the ID thing and the things that we just talked about. And then they will go to court for you in in the instance that some you get that you're covered, yeah, okay, or something like that. So you that. can keep your liquor license. It gives yes. you it, it gives you a a loophole to keep your liquor license in the end, so yes. you can stay open. And if you got caught, you know, in, in a sting like serving an underage uh, under, it, it protects the server as well. It protects um, the server as far as like not necessarily going to jail. Going I think they, to jail, but yeah. you do get the fine and things something like, like that. that. Yeah, something like that. But um, you know, I feel like. You know, especially the old place, you know, being on the beach, being, yeah. you know, um, a tourist destination in general. 
I feel like that helps us a little bit. Absolutely. Because most people are either walking, walking to and from their hotel, or they're taking an Uber because they, you know. With And, you know, back in the day, we probably more stores of the better stores would probably be for more back in the day because there was no Uber. I mean, when it was calling a cab and, you know, like those days were, you know, where Uber it, makes it easy. Oh, it makes, yeah. You don't have an excuse anymore. Okay. There's no yeah. excuse for you true, to be out there true. drinking and driving when you can just true. Uber and keep it moving and keep um, it moving. Like we get it, you know, like back, you know, when it's hard, even if you couldn't hold a sentence together, you could let alone call a cab and then you're talking to them and they can't hold a sentence together and they're sober. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, Listen, back in the day, I'm, I'm sure, you know, calling the cab, the cab, there's no tether to the cab. Like, yeah. at least with Uber, you could see on the phone verification. You know what's going on. Exactly. Know, cabs can come or not come. Um, when people used to ask me for a cab, it's like, okay, it's better if you stand out here or whatever, because cabs can come and they'll take the first person, not yeah. necessarily they'll the person take your cab or, or, and what's, what's great about Uber is you ain't even got to know how to get home because it's already on there. Oh, yeah. Your, home is there. Your destination's you know, like, there. What my biggest issue was I could get somebody a cab. Back in the day, mm-hmm. and I don't know where they live. Yep. Like, you, I need that person to talk at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I can't just be like, well, we got them a cab, and then you put them in a the cab, where are they gonna go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you need to be complicit. Yeah, you, you know? gotta know, like, what's going on? Yeah, man. <laughs> Wait, where you go? Oh my gosh, bro. <sighs> I don't know what it is. I've never been fall down drunk. I've been drunk. I've definitely been drunk. I've seen people fall. Fall down no, for like drunk, no man. reason. Like, how do you fall down? I've drunk? only ever blacked out one time, and I was like 21, 22 maybe. Mm-hmm. I was at a, I was at a college party, okay, mm-hmm. and uh, we were drinking Jungle Juice. You know what Jungle Juice is? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so I had a good friend of mine at the co- at a college party, and I was fresh to the game. I mean, I had already been, you know, you're a kid, you you've been drinking for a while, mm-hmm. but. Um, we it was the first time I really had jungle juice, and it, it tastes like you know, like juice. Tastes like juice. Okay, man. so the night goes on. We start drinking like you know, like normal time, like eight nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. The party starts at like ten. You know, the party's in full swing at midnight. I've been drinking since then. You know what I mean? Full swing. Um, <laughs> I go at like two o'clock in the morning. I decide I'm starving. Okay. My friend, I'm there with a friend. His car's in the parking lot, like an idiot. And the store's a probably a two minute drive. You know what I mean? I'm that drunk. I was like, I'm going to go get something to eat. You know what I mean? Forget you guys. Mm-hmm. I get to the car. The next thing I know, I wake up in the car at six o'clock in the morning. Ooh, I didn't drive anywhere. Okay, but still. Oh yeah. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> they could have got you. Thank anyway. God. I wake up in the car six o'clock in the morning. Keys in the car, but the car's not on. You know what okay. I mean? Throw up outside the car, throw up inside the car, okay? Oh, no. And it was a stick, like right next to the stick shift. It wasn't in an abundance amount, but it was, yeah. it was, you could tell I kind of, <laughs> and uh, I felt so bad, right? I get out the car, six o'clock in the morning, I go back in the house, and my boy's like, Where have you been at? Like, you know, like they, they were kind of worried, like, yeah. Epic. And that was the only time I've ever blacked out. Ever since then, I kind of, I've always maintained okay. the way I should be. Yeah, I've um and done some shameful things, but uh, my goodness, I mean, if I were to think of a story that I can actually tell, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I remember. I've never. I mean, we've all passed out, but I've never blacked out anywhere. But I've made some like odd decisions. I remember just going to this favorite bar of mine, you know, and. We always had a sort of designated driver. The, de- yeah. the, the designated driver just drank less. <laughs> <laughs> Key, yes, that is you the know, answer. He just drank less. Whoever was, you know, not the worst. Yeah. But, I mean, again, poor choices, so we're not defending that or condoning <laughs> that. I, I say goodbye to everyone, and I walked home two towns away. It was cold. You're in Buffalo too, weren't you? I'm in Buffalo at the oh, time. Oh, wow. Like, oh, wow. right out of college. And I just start footing it, bro. And I'm walking with purpose like a drunk dude. Just like, and I remember it was, it, it had was it, snowed. Was it winter? It was winter for oh, sure. Oh, my. I not tell the story if it wasn't winter. <laughs> dude, I was so far out, bro. I probably left the bar at like 2, 2, 3 in the morning. 
I didn't get home till after late. I mean, the sun was up, birds were chirping, city starting to move, and I'm still footing it, bro. I walked for hours. <laughs> oh my god! And I only remember being close to home. The other ones were just automatic pilot. <laughs> the other hours, I must have been making turns just on automatic pilot. <laughs> I had a ride home too, but I mean, boom, just walked home. No good. He needed that fresh air. I knew. <laughs> I was two towns away. Man, far. Oh, that's far. That's got to be like, what, 10 miles? Um, You know what? I should put it into Google Maps. Because I know exactly the town you were at to where you were going. Yeah, I know exactly back, and it was a while ago too. And uh, I mean, you know, so funny is, is that stuff like that is it's what's so crisp in your mind. I remember that day, and I, it was years ago. Okay, yeah. like it was the back of my hand. Okay, so that's what. So I feel like the stuff that from back then it's so crisp. Like those memories mm-hmm. are crisp. You might not remember what you did day to day back then, but you remember those strong memories forever. So. Okay, so let's let's take the case of those two memories that we thought about. At least for me, I was in a familiar place and I had established myself there. Yeah. So they weren't going to cut me off. No, absolutely. You know, were were you? Uh, was it the same for you? Well, I was at a, I was at a house party, so they ain't, okay. They oh yeah, jump but juice. I, there's been plenty of places where yes, you know, I mean, like, have you ever been cut off? No, I've never been cut off. Okay. Because, like I said, that that instance was enough for me to not – to understand my limitations. Now, obviously, I've been overserved. I've been drunk and, mm-hmm. you know, and made it home and been like, yeah. Yeah, I've been there a few yeah. times. <laughs> and, uh, and, but, you know, it's – we. I feel like we've always conducted ourselves in not an overbearing way. Yeah, we've never, like, stumbled over stuff. I've seen people, like, not no, like like bad and, Like bad drunks. Yeah. I've seen plenty of bad drunks. I mean, we're not even talking angry or anything. No, like no, that. no. Just you know, bad drunks can't keep it together. Can't keep it together. You know, uh, so and that's the thing. You know, capitalism meets. Uh, okay, so I feel like it's a conflicting idea. You know, to 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 uh, to serve responsibly, so to speak. Yeah. And capitalism, it's like gambling. Vegas was built on people that don't know when to say when. Yeah. You know, but just, everywhere you see, admit it. Yeah, BS, man. You know, that's just them covering their butt. And the same thing with alcoholic absolutely uh, ads and stuff like that. Drink responsibly. Have one or two. No, man. Like you guys are in business because people don't have one or two. Yeah. You know, when I mean, everybody like tries to convince you to go out. Come on, man. Let's just go out for one. What is that? <laughs> one. <laughs> I'd rather none if I'm gonna have one. <laughs> Try having one There's chip. There's no such thing as one, but you know. It's like one chip. The Try idea, the Pringles and it, just it's, get it's, one. It's one every half an hour. Or one, what is it? What, what is it? What is one it? every hour. Well, so one every half an hour for real is what yeah, they're I trying see to you say. you slept through those responsible <laughs> vendor meetings. Well, no, I, yeah. <laughs> and that's assuming, that's assuming that you have the correct pour. Yeah. You know, the, the what, the one ounce of alcohols or whatever, the glass of wine. One and a quarter wine. ounce. One and a quarter ounce, uh, a glass, of, a six ounce glass of wine. Or beer, all the same amount. Okay, so I I'm not sure, but I know what the pour is, but I don't think it's one and a quarter ounce. I really think of what your body is uh, designed to metabolize and get. Well, everybody's different though, too, though. So I'm... true, but we're talking standards. standards we're not yeah. talking weight and and sex yeah. and stuff like that, or even nationality in the case of some Asians yeah. and things like that. We're talking the general slide rule, so to speak. So, is it an ounce? I thought it was an ounce and a quarter. Is a pretty is a pretty standard pour. Of, oh, no, I'm not talking about what the standard pour is. I'm talking about what your body is able yeah. to metabolize, mm-hmm. which is an ounce of alcohol, or six know, ounces six, of wine. Um, six ounces of wine, or a, a twelve ounce ounces beer. of beer, yeah. things like that. Assuming the beer's alcoholic content, is yeah, it's roughly, yeah, exactly. Know. And, uh, well, like and that's a long time. It is. No one's drinking one drink in an hour. Part of the reason why I've learned not to do shots, because you're doing the shot and you're not just hanging out with your hands in your pocket. Yeah. You're doing the shot and then you're drinking your drink. Mm-hmm. And then you're doing the shot and then you're drinking your drink. So that's like compound interest right oh, there. Oh, that is compound interest. I mean, come on now. <laughs> every Every time I've had a bad time um drinking it's because i ended up doing shots every time 
<laughs> so now I just tell people, you're going to waste your money on me. Don't, you know, don't do them shots unless they're car bombs. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. And then, but then, and, but he's actually very good with the car bombs. He, that will be what he drinks for the night. Yeah. I'll, st- I'll have water after that. Definitely not having a drink an hour. That's like, no, is that like every, like, that's for, like three drinks if, uh, for the whole night. Yeah. That's horrible. That's crazy. <laughs> And the times that I've decided to Uber, I've gotten so wasted. So it's like I it's so funny. Is what, what it usually breaks down to is you have a good amount of drinks. Like, well, like like let's say we're out. Like when we used to go like reggae night and stuff, we would go drink. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We would drink our whatever four drinks or whatever and be drunk, but yeah. not like hammer, but be drunk. And then I would stop drinking. You know, so we would dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sweat a little bit. For that like last hour and a half, and then we would get on the road, you know. Yeah. And hopefully that was the way it kind of broke down. Like you would drink like you know your four drinks in your two hours, so every half an hour, and then enjoy yourself, enjoy the high or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. for your hour and a half, and then hop on the road. Yeah. Um, and that made sense to me. Like, I mean, I guess it, it's it, it's a different kind of bearing, but that was like my logic behind it. Like, stop drinking, enjoy yourself, sweat, get it all out, enjoy your you know enjoy that drunk, and then kind of. And then be able to maintain on your way home. (laughs) (laughs) I love the coded words. (laughs) Be able to drink and drive. (laughs) Call it as you see it. (laughs) But, you know, I... Okay, so before we close the show, later on, we're going to tell you how to protect yourself. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Get an Uber. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing this from a server's point of view. So how how? Oh yeah, to, absolutely. You know, no, no, the not re- over to to not overserve people and to protect the establishment. And now like now that. in the different like like you said in Buffalo. So what is the law there for overserving? Like because here, mm-hmm. um, what which which I thought was really cool, which I learned in responsible vendors is there we are allowed to keep serving you. Now it's up to our discretion, but in Florida, you can be drunk at a bar. I remember that specifically in the meeting. You know what I mean? Like specifically, yeah. Um, in the meeting, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, wow, really? Like you know, like not like you. We could, we we also have the option to cut you off whenever. But well, every everyone has that. But I think the vein of what they were saying is it's not a crime to overserve someone. The crime ends up happening depending on what happens e- after that. Exactly. You know, so if you call them a cab, if you see to it that they're home safely, or whatever the case may be. You know, no harm, no foul. Mm-hmm. But if they go and, and crash into a school bus, then you you gonna get sued. Yeah. You know. Um, so I didn't remember. I must have slept through that part of it. But you're. I don't believe that it's a crime. Just simply overserving, isolatedly. Yeah. Overserving uh, someone. So to answer your question in Buffalo, I don't know because I hadn't lived there in a long time. Um, I've done some really stupid things drinking there. But then that was also many, many years ago. Yeah. You know, so. And that I, was the time you're supposed to do stupid things drinking. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I meet some people that don't drink. I'm like, okay, what's that like? <laughs> and I know there's going to be a time in my life where I, I just stop drinking. Because, well, we're not drinking right now. Yeah. I mean, we're on dry January. Um, and so for, for those of you out there, um, I used to do bodybuilding competitions years ago. And so leading up to the to the competition, I'll be I will not drink for a month, you know, even though I wanted to be social, I'll go out, I'll drink water, and, yeah. you know, things like that. I end up being, you know, that doesn't eh, whatever. So I like the way that I felt. Yeah. Eating clean, living clean and just basically putting myself in check, mm-hmm. not drinking for a year. I mean, for a month. Sorry. And then uh, even though I wasn't doing competitions, I kept doing it. You know, I did my last competition, I think, 2001. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? So I just kept doing it. And I played around with when to do it. I played around with, uh, you know, doing it uh, in, I think I did it in February one time. And eh, that's, that's your birthday, my birthday month. Yeah. That's my birthday hey. month. I tried uh, um, March. That's like spring break a, down here. Spring break and um, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it's a very busy you month. Know? I'm not going to do it in December. There's lots of celebration to do then. And uh, so I found that January was the easiest month for me to do it. It makes sense. You know, I mean, you're starting off fresh for the new year. Fresh for the new year, clear mind. Yeah. You know, you're motivated to do other things. You know, I. I it gets you in the to, gym more. It gets you, it gets you, like you said, you, you're, it's good to start with a good cleanse. Yeah. I, I usually do, you know, I, I 
eat cleaner than most anyway. Yeah, he does. But then I end up like, <laughs> you know, I end up doing some cleanses or, you know, I meditate more. I go to the gym and I have this clarity to really plan my year, plan my mm-hmm. goals and get right in my head. And so it gets easier. I mean, it, it, you know, we're right in the middle of January. I'm not sure this is probably air close to February. Yeah, closer. And, um, you know, so Danny and I have done this for the last few years together. Yeah. In, in January, particularly. Some people will join us. Some people won't. Um, Raw Chef Carla ended up drinking the whole time. So sure, I was like, okay, good for you, <laughs> <laughs> friend. <laughs> Leave me in the trenches. But it's easier. I know after work, I just go straight home. You know, I don't yeah. have to. And if I go out, uh, you know, it's an easy, it's it's an easy wake up, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, it was like I, I've been going out and just but not drinking, you know, grabbing like a because, you know, we work in a business where you got to eat after work. So, yeah, I would go grab a bite to eat, still kind of be social, mm-hmm. but I drink water and I still my I feel like I'm myself all the time. I try to always be myself whether I'm intoxicated or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was so funny. I was out last weekend. And everybody's like, how are you doing it? You're just, but you're still you. I was like, yeah, what do you want me to be? <laughs> yeah, I find that, you know, what's life without some challenges? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you have to have some self-imposed, you know, I don't want to say challenges. I don't have the right word on the tip of my tongue. But if you can't have some kind of Self-control. Self-control. Yeah. What is it that you do in your life? Exactly. You know? And it's not to say that I even drink a lot. I don't. Even when I go out, I only have one or two. Three is my max. You know, and at three, I'm implementing a lot of things that we talk about here. You know, <laughs> and it's just because I just have stuff to do. Yeah. You know, I, I, I need to get up in the morning. I got to be productive. I have, you know, I'm a social weekend drinker when I do drink because I have my kid through throughout the week and mm-hmm. I really only drink on the weekends. You yeah. know what I mean, and that's really it if I'm drinking at all. Yeah. And that's when I do drink. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and there's times when, ah, man, there's so much. I, I, it's it's just not the central part. And there's nothing wrong with drinking. No, but, not at all. You know, I, I like... And everything in moderation is okay. That's your that's your words. Yeah. You know, but I do know someday I, I, I'll choose not to drink at all just because of the le- level of, um, of self-control and things that I really want to get done. And in how how I intend on elevating my mind and my body okay. and my spirit, and and then alcohol is a poison. It's a welcome poison for me, but I choose not to poison myself other ways so that I can metabolize the poisons that I do take in, whether it be toxins through the air, through the skin, all that stuff. But that's another two shows, really, <laughs> and beyond the scope of what we're here to talk about. Absolutely, you know, maybe we'll make another podcast, <laughs> you know, on that. But um, getting back to, you know, capitalism versus, you know, um, your moral responsibility, so to speak. Absolutely. You know, uh, I want to sell them martinis. All day. You know? I need to. It's a part of my business. Yeah. So, am I going to start, like, you know, wielding a wielding some kind of no. of justice? And I'm saying, not like, that you guy. Three... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not counting your drinks for you. You are an adult. If you get out of line, then we might have to remind you. But we try to keep it like adults until they don't act like adults anymore. When's the last time you cut somebody off? I've I've never actually <laughs> cut somebody off. Um, now, there, you know what it is? is I've never had to if they started with me. Now, I've had to if they have came in the establishment already drunk. Mm-hmm. I've not served somebody. You understand? Like, but I've never had to physically... If you come in and you're normal, mm-hmm. I've never had to cut anybody off. Mm-hmm. Now, if you came in already intoxicated, I have not served somebody for sure. Yeah. Like, it just re- refused service all altogether. Yeah. Now, uh, and that actually happened last week. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, somebody came into the restaurant, um, loud and boisterous, and um, and on top of that, they didn't have, uh, they had their ID, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't to the point of true acceptance. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of like told him no. And it just, that's what it was. Yeah. So it was like a double. But they were also, you could tell they were already kind of, you know, like not in that. Yeah, you can be left holding the bag and serve one drink to somebody, yeah. put them over the top, and you're pretty much responsible. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like uh, last man. Last man know, standing, yeah. Yeah, you, you get that hot potato mm-hmm. kind of thing, and then they come, where you where are you coming from? XYZ restaurant, 
Marlon served me. Mm-hmm. What? I only served him one. Your responsibility to assess, you know, the people. And it's really not quote unquote fair. I don't even like that word, but you know, it's a part of our responsibilities. That's why know? we go to responsible vendors. <laughs> I remember feeling bad my, my entire serving career, just once or twice over serving people. I overserved this old dude, some martini. But did you cut him off? Hell no. <laughs> Yo, I sell stuff, bro. <laughs> you know? But I felt bad. <laughs> I have definitely overserved somebody. Like I remember we had a party upstairs at mm-hmm. the at the place. And I didn't notice how drunk they were until they started walking down the stairs. <laughs> No, the, the, the round staircase. Yeah. Oh man, and they're like holding on for dear because they were they were a good drunk, but they were holding on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I have seen I have seen the signs of people You're like Ace of Base. <laughs> I had this one lady. This happened to me several times. Try to disguise their their wine as water. Were they Jesus? Well, they didn't want their family to know they were drinking. So she she pulled me aside and told me to put her thing. And this is when we had the blue cups back in the day to put the wine in that. It yeah. Massive. That's a <laughs> bottle of wine. Okay. A full bottle easily of wine if it's in a blue cup. Yo, I was like, you crazy person. <laughs> you can't get through one meal. <laughs> Get it together. Yeah, I, I mean <laughs> stuff. You ask me for stuff, I'm gonna bring it. Oh, uh, yo, uh, my 800 pound life can come in. I'll serve you the whole menu. <laughs> Sorry, just filling that tip right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by the way, I overserve every Sunday at brunch, bro. <laughs> every single <laughs> Sunday because well, because the bubbles get you though. Not only the bubbles get you, you can't count how many you had because you get kind of low. We just fill it up. <laughs> Bottomless mimosas. Like, and then you see the people kind of like give it a, like the heavy head type of like, oh, <laughs> this one lady goes, oh, just a little bit. I go, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. What? <laughs> <laughs> I want you drunk and out. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll go drive now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kick you out the front door. <laughs> Go to the beach, put your feet up, and relax for a little bit. I got a lot of people say they're Ubering and stuff, but no, you do. You get it. Like I said, nowadays you definitely do. Listen, I'm here. I'm in this to make money for okay? sure. I get it. I mean, uh, uh, am I gonna even like every single because, uh, person, <laughs> every table? Go hover over them no. and start. You know, no, you're not hand holding them. No, they're adults. You're supposed to let them be adults. Even when they got problems, Chuck. <laughs> Man, I'm more likely to cut you off if I don't like you. Yeah, if you're if you're rude or an a- if yeah, you're just plain out unlikable. Yeah, you, I'm like, mm, mm, I had too you much that stank face. Yeah, nah, you're good. I had a person. It was <laughs> this lady. It was must have been a month ago. And they were being annoying with the like more and more and more with the champagne and stuff like now that. Now you're cut off. And she kind of motioned me over from across the room and I gave her the head shake. I went, mm, no, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. you know? <laughs> Remember, speaking of overserved, um, does Jack still come in? Yeah. To the old job? Yeah. You ever had to drive him home? Yeah. I drove him home one time. I was like, man. What a what a life this guy has. He's retired. He's enjoying it. When Let the him staff be. has to drink the drunk <laughs> He lives a block away. <laughs> more than. It's a right and a left. But it's more than a block. Maybe two. He lives close. <laughs> Is that why he bought the Tesla so he, he can drive him home? It does. It drives him home. You're ridiculous, man. <laughs> I love Jack. <laughs> I mean, speaking of having a problem, he, he drinks... Vodka out of a big old wine glass. That's a problem. <laughs> and it's filled up. <sighs> and Scotch Bill. Passed Didn't you away. tell me he died? Yeah. Okay, we ain't talking about him. But he was definitely overserved. He came in overserved. <laughs> he would be there early. Yo. <laughs> and already drunk. Yo. 
early, like <laughs> early, like opening the bar, yo, and be gone by noon. Like he wasn't even there long. No, no, no. He was going to the next place. That's what I'm saying. But he would only be there for like a half an hour. Man, that beach life is rough, bro. Yeah. Those people, they, they, they went everywhere. Oh, they still do. They go to every spot. There's, they have their spot. So spots. to them, to the each person, each place, it's just like he was only here for three, two hours. Yeah, they're there for their one or two, and then they keep it moving. One or two what? Hours, right? Yeah. Not drinks. <laughs> I was about to say. Well, even with Jack, because he's drinking, like you said, straight. He only has like one or two. Okay, but they're they're legit. It's a legit. It's not a one. It's not a one and a quarter. He don't have no one or two. Yeah. Bro. And wobbling like that. That dude has three or four, and you know it. You just like you just gone because you're not at the bar table. Nah, they cut out that middleman. No, nah, no, go straight you, to the bar. Go straight to the source. Yeah. You cut, yeah. <laughs> you go straight to the source like George Jung and Blow. Yeah, you find it out. <laughs> <laughs> and what next? There'd be more. I guarantee it. <laughs> they do go right to the source. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I've never been cut off. What's the craziest thing you ever seen uh, saw from somebody being overserved? Oh, God, there's so many stories. I mean, I, I mean, early, early in my in my career as a as a waiter, I saw some crazy stuff. I can't even repeat it. It was like a woman's shoe, in the, and the guys bending. It was it was bad. It was bad. Can't repeat that story. But from then on, I've only seen like normal stuff, like. People peeing on themselves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, passing out at the table, like just straight sleeping. Yeah. I had a, we had a manager pass out of the bar during his shift. <laughs> okay. Back in the day. Long time ago. You know exactly who if I'm you, talking I about. I know. If you want to talk over sir, <laughs> but if you got mad, they did, they did it to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about our industry <laughs> with like chefs be drinking, Look at my waiters eyes. be drinking, roll them, <laughs> managers be drinking. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with this? What does this career attract people? You know, you, you deal with a lot of people and people are a pain in the butt, you know? So at the end of the day or during the day, <laughs> you, you might need to find a release to deal keep dealing with these crazy people you're dealing with uh, i guess so but i don't know i, I don't know uh, well <laughs> let's the tricky oh, go ahead no 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 the tricky thing is trying to assess how much someone has had to drink yes you know before they got to you because you know i i'm good at maintaining yeah you know i i try to i'm, I'm a little even keel and stuff like that but then when i'm done I'm not fall down drunk, but I, I no, it's, we, yeah. it's sleepy. Time. We we, we I, both looked at each other and like you could tell the other one. Yeah, you'd be like, uh, <laughs> like look at you. Yeah, <laughs> lock it up, okay. <laughs> <You're tight>. <laughs> <laughs> the, what was last we wanted to say before we wanted to talk about? Uh, we want to talk about how to protect yourself, so, how to protect the, the establishment, um, how to observe behavior. We need to be able to observe behavior. Uh, which can be a challenge because you don't necessarily you you don't have a baseline, you know. If if a place that we free or we say a um, guest that we see often, like a regular, we know what their baseline is. Absolutely, you know. But you know, this for person, the average person, you have no idea. You have no idea. They just could be a slow talker. Mm -hmm. They could be clumsy. But those are some of the things. Yeah. That, so, um, so let's highlight on those real quick. What what are the the normal gives that they that they teach? What us? are the ace of base signs? Yes. Um, slowed motor skills. Yes. Slurred words. Mm -hmm. Clumsiness. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if this is a technical term. The, uh, you know, the eye. The eye squint? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. What do, what do racist people call that? Uh, the Chinaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. Uh, belligerence. <laughs> belligerence is, is, a, is a definite sign. Yeah, because if they come in belligerence, then they're just an asshole. Yeah. You know, but if they're changing behavior, if you see the erratic, change, yeah, the 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 Doctor Jack and Mister Hyde, aka JB, the light switch, Mister Bryant. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going. Um, or, or even or even light switch. You know, <laughs> just don't say his name. I think he listens. <laughs> it's all good. We love you. Though. Uh, yeah, but 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 do you remember remember our boy 
our man JB with the yo know, come oh, yeah. in coming like Gordon Gecko. Oh yeah, and he was all like yeah straight preppy looking good guy. He has one drink and he physically looks different. Yeah, like a crazy person. <laughs> like, like somebody ruffled his hair. <laughs> like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah, wrinkled his shirt all in all, one. All in one shot. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be oh, like, and then yeah. you? <laughs> love that guy. And also. I find that, you know, an incident report is a good thing, too, to protect yeah, yourself. Yeah, to protect yourself. You, know? just, you can write it down on a napkin. I mm-hmm. don't care. Just And then just informing a manager of what's going on, the progression of it, hopefully. Well, the manager has to be included no matter what. what? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to cut somebody off or you're going to say Even thinking about this cutting person them off. came in at this amount of time. Yep. You want to document time. You want to document um, behaviors or looks and what's transpiring. And the conversations and you yeah, know. documentation is huge when you're when you're dealing with that at that point. Yeah, if they receive, refuse a cab, you tell them mm-hmm. blah, blah blah blah. And nowadays, people have cell phones; you can take pictures and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and record things even. You know, so I'm not sure how legal that is, but certainly writing things down oh is is uh, and so, yeah. <laughs> Finish what you're saying, and I have a story to kind of end us off with, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you want to offer food, but not in a way that you think, you know, like food's going to soak up alcohol. That's a myth. It just doesn't. No. But it, while they're eating and digesting, it affords time to go it by. It does. It makes the time go by. Yeah. It doesn't, like you said, it's not a true, it doesn't suck up anything, but at the same time, it does allow time and putting something in the stomach, yeah. and which is helpful. And time that they're not drinking. Get the process of them starting to metabolize some of the mm-hmm. alcohol. Absolutely. You know, a coffee is not going to reverse any effects of alcohol, but it takes time for somebody to get a, a hot cup of coffee down and things mm-hmm. like that. And um, and then you can assess, you know, the situation. The situation. If you have to call somebody or call a cop or whatever the case may be, you have time for while they're sitting there doing such things, you know. Um, and, um, so yeah, it takes it's gonna take them hours. So you want to get them home. Yeah, and obviously, if you're gonna cut them off, that's a manager's. You know, you have the right not to serve anyone Absolutely. on your own. Absolutely, you have no the right not to serve. Make you, you serve somebody. Yes, <clears throat> no one can make you and say, "Hey, you need to serve them." The man, if the manager's making you know that you have the right to say, "Hey, then you go and serve mm-hmm. them that drink," you know, because in the end, you're the one that's responsible. Absolutely, and you, like you said. We have a moral obligation and, you know, and a, a social obligation as well. And um, so you want to be you want to be responsible mm-hmm. um, to, to, to yourself and the, and the establishment as well. And keep in mind, they may get angry. So know that you're you're just dealing with a person that's in an altered state. So don't take it personally. Don't start fighting them. So. You ready for the story now? No, I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, be prepared to lose that tip. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. You know? Uh, I mean. It I might not like, be, but. It might not be. I feel like drunk people super generously or terribly because they're just not in this, the, the, the math mood. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. You're right. You know? And um, and also, I mean, the the bottom line is the important thing is to do the right thing. And that's why we. That's why it says it's called drink responsibly. Isn't it eat Trick. responsibly so you can? No, no. Well, the whole, the whole, the whole spectrum. You see, we talked about earlier. Drink responsibly is like that big motto for for drinking. Okay, I thought it was the key to successful drinking is eating responsibly. Oh, it, it is, but I'm not talking. I'm talking like <laughs> like a Heineken commercial where you see at the end. Drink responsibly. Uh, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> do the right thing, people. That's why we exist as a podcast. Yeah. We're here to, you know, hopefully entertain, definitely educate, and have people in the business outside the business do the right thing hit it with the story so there was a lady who was drunk and she she was at the piano okay okay she's so drunk at one not like but not hammered like but was belligerent okay Okay. started fighting my staff Uh, yo like put hands on the staff okay we had to bring her to another room She's yelling, I'm a lawyer, like screaming, okay, at the top of her lungs. We're trying to, we had to call the police. So everything that you were just talking about, like when you were like, oh, being this and being that, she was 
all of those things, okay? And we're trying to help her out, like, hey, you need to get out of here. You know, like, you need to, we need to call you a cab. We need to, mm-hmm. all the normal steps of, hey, we understand where you're at, but you, it's, you got, you know, you got to get together. You got to go, yeah. you know, because you're at this point where you're disturbing guests. Mm-hmm. You are an danger to yourself. And we, and I don't think we even served her them. I think she might have had like one, like, like, like we said before, like the one drink there, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. came in, but, and was at, and then had the tipping point. Mm-hmm. Um, We get her bread, we get all these things, but cursing at my female staff, like, Put hands on somebody. Put hands on on Mike Green, yo. Oh, wow. <laughs> yo. We call the cops. The cops come. And she's like, because we, we had to physically sit her down. Like, yo, you have to sit down because you're, you're starting to hurt people. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. And put other people in bodily danger. And uh, the cops come. She's all screaming, da-da-da. Gets herself arrested because she put her hands on a cop. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's off the deep end. Off the deep end, yo. Yeah, no. Out of control. It was nuts. And I just remember that it was down in by right by, by the piano mm-hmm. and it filtered into the other room and we were closing. You know what I mean? Like it filtered into that to that dining room. Oh, and her it was before demons came out. Oh, it was a disaster. <laughs> we set her down at like one oh one and then we then came she comes back in, she's losing it again, gets into a fight with somebody over right by the elevator, and then that's when the police show up. And then she and then she's all yelling at us, like, We're gonna I'm gonna do this and that to you guys and then puts her hand on the cop and then that was it was a wrap okay so uh, using this story as a teachable moment what do you think you, you guys could have done differently um probably call the police earlier because <laughs> i mean i've if i overserve anybody has been there you yeah. know what i mean it's it's such a uh a, a, a nexus of the universe it's so wild over there oh yeah but i mean using that story you got to see the signs and you know absolutely they're there oh yeah you know and slow them down. And somehow. we try, you know, with the whole, we did, we did all the normal steps. Got her some, you know, get some bread, mm-hmm. stop serving them, get them some water. Mm-hmm. It was just the belligerency of when it, when it became too much, we even tried to, you know, call them a cab. Where do you live? Cause this is, I think this is, this is either right at the beginning of Uber or right before Uber was like a thing. Well, if Matt Green is in it, yeah. he hasn't worked there in a, a long time. Maybe not that But long, Uber but was, I think Uber was around when. It was around, but you know. It might not have been around at this point though. But yeah, I mean. If he was here, he would tell you the story because he remembers it like it was the back of his hand. And he's <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for your support. Continue. If uh, you like our show, please share. It helps us to grow. We're here to give you content each and every week. We'll see you next week on the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. I'm Danny Davila, And subscribe, 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 people. We'll see you next week. Later. Keys, man. Man, what are you doing, man? Drive home. <laughs> <laughs> I got some fun. I'm one hour's nigga for me, my keys. It's two o'clock in the morning, and you are leaving your local bar in the county of Fairfax. You start driving home, and you spot a car on your tail. Now, two things are going to happen: A, it will be another drunk driver, or B, you are about to have an evening with Fairfax's finest.